Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. It is that time of year again. It's the first of the year, and that means it's time, unfortunately, to start talking about taxes. And even though I'm not a tax expert, I'm going to give you a few tips that can hopefully give you a little bit of info that can lead you in the right direction for this year. So let's go ahead and go in that direction. Let's look at what can help you for this year's tax situation. Now, there's a lot of stuff that has changed. We have become used to things like uh, personal and dependent deductions, and a lot of that is no longer here because of recent changes in the law. We have larger standard deductions now and changes in what can be and what cannot be in itemized deductions. I'm not going to go into what all of that is. I'm just going to give you a very simple list of some of the things out there on the interwebs that you can use yourself to simplify your own tax preparation. So don't uh, don't think of me as H&R Block here. I'm just showing you a few things that I've found and maybe a few things that you can look into to benefit yourself. So let's take a look. There's some interesting stuff here. First of all, I always start, when I'm looking for anything financial, I go to DFAS dot mill and take a look at what's on their site and of course they have interesting stuff there uh, I've got some stuff in the show notes already that will be of use to you specifically things like uh, how to request uh, old W-2s old 1099s things like that if you go to the MyPay website, you can see a current listing of the publication schedule for this year's 1099s and W-2s. So I'm looking at that right now. And at the moment, retiree and annuitant 1099s are available and everything else is still under preparation um, let's see so the next thing scheduled to come out are Navy uh, student loan repayment W-2s and reserve component W-2s so alright you reserve component guys out there my favorite people Army Air Force and Navy reserve component W-2s so Marine Corps and Coast Guard, those guys are a horse of a different color, so they will have to wait a bit longer. But those are scheduled to come out on the 7th of this month, the 7th of January. So good, for, good news there. If you're wanting to get a head start on your tax preparation, then you can download your W-2 from MyPay and get a head start on that, presuming you have 
all of your stuff from your civilian employer, that is. I keep uh, having to remind myself that uh, I was spoiled. I was an AGR soldier, so all I had to do was download my W-2 from my pay, and I was able to have taxes complete by the 15th. Was it the 15th? Uh, let me check here. Active duty, active and reserve... Active component W-2s. No, it would not have been by the 15th because active component W-2s do not come out until the 22nd. So I would have had to wait until later on in the month. And, you know, since I like to get things out of the way, I would have done it right away and been done by the end of the month just to have it done. All right. Moving on, some of the other stuff that is out there. There are some good articles that I have found that give some great tips on some deductions that you can use. Military OneSource is a good resource to use. I was scanning one of its tax tip lists just a moment ago and Something that I didn't realize was there popped out, so I thought I'd throw it out there for you. One of the items on the list was make sure that, uh, let me actually just scroll down to it. Let's see, let's see, getting to it, getting to it. Tax tip number three on the Military One Source uh, tips for this year's taxes get tax credits for your classes so it's talking about lifelong learning credits and when I researched that it turns out there are actually two different types of tax credits available there are the American Opportunity Tax Credit and the lifelong lifetime learning credit I won't give the specifics on those, but I will put some links in the show notes about those two items. Uh, there is a comparison chart on the IRS website that gives some good information. And if you have taken eligible classes this year or last year, then you might be able to get a tax credit some refundable, some not. It just depends on which one you choose. Uh, you might be able to get a credit for those classes. So that would be a nice little bonus there. Moving on. If you have some tax difficulties, and a lot of people do, then of course you want to be sure to get your request for extensions on your filing deadlines in as early as possible. Don't dilly-dally. Don't be a procrastinator because that can come back to bite you. As much as April 15th might seem like a long time, it sneaks up very quickly. So get your request for extension in quickly. All right. Now, the first tip on the Military One Source uh, tax tip guide is the best one, and it's actually the first one on 
the DFAS list as well, gather your documents. And that is what most of the items on my show notes list are, how to gather your documents. So they are requesting W-2s. If you need them, requesting leave and earning statements, requesting uh, 1099s, things like that. I've gone through all of these before, and I have videos on how to do all of them. If you do not have a MyPay account, I highly encourage you to get one. Get over these uh, pen and paper uh, practices I, I would recommend and get into the computer age at least for the financial management part of your life. This makes things so much easier and it also simplifies things as far as communication from DFAS to you because once you put in an email address DFAS will start communicating with you by email rather than by postal mail and they would really like to do that because it saves them a lot of money. So please, for two reasons, one, simplicity and two, cost effectiveness, get a MyPay account and start managing your financial affairs that way. It is very simple. All right. So let's move on. Let's keep talking about what's available here. I'm almost done. There's, I'm not, like I said, getting deep into the weeds here. If you have retired pay or uh, VA compensation, as a lot of us do, then you are wondering w whether or not it's taxable. Of course, VA compensation is not taxable, and if you have certain types of retired pay, it might not be taxable either. So let me give you specifically the type of retired pay that would not be taxable. So if you joined the military prior to September 1975, which is very few of us, your retired pay won't be taxable, or if your retired pay was as a result of disability caused by uh, service from, uh, well, uh, the word I want is, I was trying to be polite in my my terms, but if, if your disability was caused by uh, combat conditions, so if you, you know, suffered a, a disability because of combat overseas, so in Iraq or in Afghanistan, in anything dealing with the war on terror, then there is a high likelihood that your retired pay is not taxable. You'll know for sure if you look at your disability retirement order, it will say specifically whether or not your retirement was uh, under that particular section of law. And if it is, then your pay is not taxable. If you have a question about that, then just send me an email. If you want, you can even 
scan that section of your retirement order and send it to me and I can let you know whether or not the order falls into that section of law and let and let you know if your pay is taxable or not. Pretty simple. All right, so moving on. For those of you who are still in, if you are deployed right now, remember that your pay is not taxable up to the amount of the highest enlisted member, so even up to most of the pay of a lieutenant colonel is not taxable. And even for that lieutenant colonel, very little of his pay is taxable. So be sure to include the fact that you are in a combat zone when thinking about your tax situation. In fact, if you are in a combat zone, you are given extra time. You don't have to worry about doing taxes right now. You've got other stuff on your mind. In fact, when I came back from my back-to-back deployments, I did, what was it? I did four, five, six, seven. I did four years of taxes all at once. And that was enough for one year for sure. Yeah, 2004 through seven, I did all of those tax returns at once and uh, got those out of the way. But it was nice to uh, not have to think about them while deployed, that's for sure. All right, and in any situation, if you are the, the investment-minded individual, don't forget to list any retirement contributions you may have made, uh, whether they were before or after tax, because those can help you uh, in, uh, well, both now and later on. If you have the, uh, if you have made retirement contributions to a 401k or IRA type account, don't forget that you can possibly claim the retirement savings contribution credit. And I believe that's uh, IRS form 8888. Let me be sure on that. And, uh, and then you'll have the right, right info there. I should have looked that up beforehand, but, uh, I did not. The thought just hit me as I was, as I was talking. So 8880, form 8880. So if you want to claim that particular credit, If you want to claim that particular credit, then do so on form 8880 and you can get a small uh, credit towards your taxes. All right, I think that is quite enough for this particular episode. Taxes are dry and dull, no one likes to talk about it, and that's really enough to put all of us to sleep for now. So let's come back in another episode with a more interesting topic and 
make everybody much happier. All right, so thank you for being part of this audience. And as always, I appreciate you spending your time with me. If you would like to support my efforts here, please remember you can go to patreon.com slash rcretirement and contribute toward my efforts at any monthly amount you choose, and you will have my greatest appreciation. All right. As always, as I've said, thank you for being part of this audience, and thank you for your service. Have a great day.